the morning after, the movies. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Uncensored, spoiler-filled movie reviews and fun only available at xrock.com. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. Movie time. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you... Pissed! Blood! Starts now. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. All right, season four, episode eight, onward here for Morning After the Movies podcast with Randy, uh, myself, Big J, and Nick. And uh, we did not have a special guest this time, but uh, we are here nonetheless at the Cinemark Majestic Theaters. You know what the special guest is? The fact that uh, this theater is now fully renovated. Uh, top fully, to bottom. Fully operational like the Death Star. So, you know, you may be familiar with Majestic Theaters and how it used to be, but you have to come and take a look at the theater that it has become with Cinemark Majestic Theaters here in Meridian. It is awesome. Now, every single theater has the luxury loungers, which is amazing. Uh, you know, they're heated, by the way. Not that you're going to need them here in a little bit, but they are, and you can recline all the way down, and you've got some space. It's a beautiful, comfortable way to see a movie, uh, no matter what your age is, and, and this is why I love this place. So, uh, you you need to check it out and check out the all the work that they've done to make this place cool. The pristine sound. Oh my god. Oh my god. It just it is great. That's to me one of my the most important things when I go to movie theater is the sound and it is beautiful here and the screens are just gorgeous. It's uh it's a great place to watch a movie. Plus uh, Pizza Hut just opened up up in here too. So uh, you'll have the opportunity oh, to enjoy some pizza with your movie if you want to grab some dinner in a movie, you can do it all in one place and make sure you check out their uh, rewards club too cuz you're going to want to come here plenty cinemark.com/movie uh, Rewards-info is where you can go if you want more information about the Cinemark Majestic Theaters and get yourself some deals on concessions and movies and all sorts of stuff. But uh, let's talk about the Pixar film. Uh, Big J, it's been a while since you've been in the podcast form. What did one you One week. Think? One week. Yeah, two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> well, we didn't uh, get a chance to do one last week. So, But you also were you were, you were out the week before that, too. Oh, remember? right. Yeah, oh, it's man. Been a while. Uh, this, that's why I was so hungry for the popcorn. Boy, <laughs> I inhaled that. So, uh, yeah, onward. Uh, Chris Pratt in here. And then, I don't who was the voice? Voice for Ian? Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, okay, uh, that's right, I, I forgot briefly. Uh, a, a story about uh, the trolls and the elves and the magic uh, of, of all of those things. With it's basically an alternate Earth, this one right. filled with magical creatures and magic in its past. But much like us, currently, uh, they have kind of let uh, electricity technology do their thing instead of magic. Yeah, so they've put magic in the past, and uh, this was a, a movie that was all about uh, rekindling relationships, and um, uh, boy, I tell you what man uh i'm, I'm just gonna tell you tell you this up front a plus for me i think i i think i, I have to admit this that I, I love kids movies you are so anti-cartoon all the time maybe it's because they make you so emotional yeah connected. yeah you're right you're, you're absolutely right man <laughs> they just i want to deaden everything by just watching explosions and terrible things like rambo um <laughs> to to avoid the uh the, the feelings but man boy this hit me right in the feelings and uh yeah i cried for half the dang movie and so uh to me i mean that that to me is what makes a great movie for me anyways is is getting emotion out of it and there was lots of it here between ian and his uh his brother barley and uh the quest that they go on i love quests man it's it's just a lot of fun it's an adventure and by far i mean it's just one of those things where i you know almost makes me wish a little i had a little kid yeah so i could go to Right? Is that what I should do now? Have a kid? Yeah, you need a little baby Big J so that you can really, I mean, and then forget about it. Don't you tell think, my wife I about mean, this. all you'll do, Big J's got baby fever thanks to a Pixar movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
but uh, but no, it, it, it is, and you know, it's it's you could tell from the trailers it's a story about uh, a couple of kids that are trying to spend some time with their dad who has passed on, and so they have an opportunity to go on a quest to bring him back, and it's not as easy as it looks, and it's all it's a very emotional journey, it's a very family oriented journey, and it's a uh, it's also a very very good movie on top of it. All. Yeah, a lot of great laughs, and it's got a pretty much everything in there. Uh, so uh, yeah, a plus for me for sure. Big J loves it. Randy, what did you think of Onward? Well, um, I don't know really what to compare it with. I haven't seen much of the Pixar type of stuff. I don't have kids. I don't really just go see these kind of movies alone. Um, so the journey was awesome. I enjoyed the journey. My thoughts were a little in other places tonight, so I wasn't fully connected with the movie as I probably should have been. Stewing in anger in his chair watching <laughs> yeah. a Pixar movie. A little movie. bit, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I was, yeah, I wasn't fully connected, and I wasn't, you know, escaping as I normally would during a movie. So uh, towards the end, though, I got the connection with it, and, you know, it obviously has a really good emotional ending, but I wasn't, I, yeah. So I'm somewhere in the middle on this one, just probably because of that. Not because it's not a good movie, but just because of where I was at with it. And again, I don't really. I feel I saw it as a journey between you and your your night show. <laughs> the quest is right. Quest. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the journey aspect. It was fun, and the brother, you know, the brothers, um, you know, that brother bond and all that stuff was really really awesome. So, uh, but again, I, I just don't. I'm not one. I lo- I love these kind of animated type Pixar, whatever you call that style. I really like that. It's it's awesome. The to animation, watch. I guess. Yeah, I think it's anim- just computer generated probably yeah it's, it's an it's an awesome thing um but again you know i don't i don't do much of the kid movies um so well probably, i mean I, I don't yeah why would you i mean right. single dude it would be weird right I exactly it would be weird and it didn't dawn on me until the end that we have three grown dudes just sitting there together in <laughs> no, the theater we've done it before beauty and the beast i think that was much oh, more man. weird than yeah, this one would yeah be. yeah but, well, well you know over here we're dads i mean whether you know break it down i mean uh, i try to get uh, my youngest to come didn't have any interest in it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough, but uh, you know, I, I think that's that's. But to me, there is a marketed difference between Pixar movies and kids movies, mostly because you know, you, you watch a trailer for something like uh, like uh, the uh, the Trolls two movie that that is that is hitting theaters, and you go, that's that's for kids. Right. That's okay. For kids. Yeah. Yeah. This has got so many adult themes and grown-up things. So adolescence. Well, no, it's just, it's a Pixar thing, man. I mean, there's something about it, whether it's Up or it's Inside Out or it's this movie or it's anything else that they have done. There's such even Toy Story. There's such an emotional journey that you go on that is very much pointed at adults. It's, Storytelling, right? Yeah. It's the cartoon elements of things that draw the kids in, and, and and the goofy, you know, physical humor that makes them laugh when we watch a screening. But it's the plot and the emotional and the incredible storytelling and the great writing that connects me as a forty-two-year-old person watching this movie and a fan of just really well-written, well-done movies. And that's what this is, cartoon or otherwise. And sure, you could bring your kids to it, but I don't think I'd even call this a kids' movie, man. I mean, the four-year-old that's next to you isn't going to get all this father oh, and brother yeah, no, no, stuff. Yeah. And you know the, the all the, the the thematic stuff that's going on in that movie, they're just going to laugh and enjoy the the fun little journey that they're on. But that's what makes these things, I think, a little bit multi-tiered. And what makes Pixar different from the other studios out there is there are layers to it where it's a grown-up movie, but 
kids are totally cool with seeing it, but there's so many thematical elements that are for adults and adults only, really, that make it really stick home to you. Yeah, way to hit the nail on the head, man. You're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, now, now, Randy, you should go see this movie. <laughs> he already did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that I, was, I take back what I said. The, I, uh, the single dude who doesn't have any kids uh, going to a movie would be weird. Yeah, yes. I mean, I think you're right. It's creepy if you go to the SpongeBob movie, but I think it's a little bit different if you're going to a Pixar film just because they're so well done and they're really, they really are for adults and they just happen to be okay for kids. Yeah, and I feel better now yeah, after, you're welcome, after I cried. You're welcome. And you know, it was, it, this is one of those movies where I had uh, just by osmosis picked up a couple of reviews of the movie from like the, some of the other sources out there that do movie reviews and and everybody I wouldn't call it like lambasted it but they were they were pretty like kind of poo-pooing it a little bit talking about how Pixar had lost a step and you know this is just your standard run-of-the-mill movie and I boy I couldn't disagree soulless more. they're soulless people I most mean, movie reviewers are soulless it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing I can't I can't imagine seeing this movie and going it's not worth checking out I really, yeah I, I mean it's that's crazy but I, I also I cried during it it's very emotional uh, there's some really great, well-done kind of uh, dramatic scenes that are played for laughs, but also play as very dramatic scenes, yeah. and they do a good job of it, and there's all these different underlying elements uh, uh, to it from a family standpoint, whether it's one of those deals where you're you know, parents have been together forever, or you know, maybe there's something that happened where you know, you now you got a stepfather or a stepmother. You can relate to the story in that particular way too, and so there's just a lot of really, uh, I guess, layers to it, and, and really delicate things that are that are covered in the movie that make it fun, exciting, and oh, by the way, it's very much a really cool uh, Dungeons and Dragons esque adventure as well. Yeah, I mean, apropos for just what's going on in in I guess uh, pop culture right now with the reliving and loving of the '80s, mm-hmm. and you know, that's where we kind of see. Dungeons and Dragons come. And yeah, I bet you this movie doesn't get made if Stranger Things isn't a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that connection to it, but still, uh, I, I, I give it an A, too. I mean, it was fantastic. I really, really, really enjoyed it. It's really well done, for sure. Uh, so, overall, uh, well, Randy, would yeah. you recommend people check it out in the theater, I guess? I would still, yeah. Like I said, it's it's, it's still a good movie. I just wasn't fully there with it tonight, but um, yeah, and it does, it'd be like a good date movie if that's, we're talking single guys, don't have kids. Oh, yeah, watch it, your, let your date watch you cry. That's yeah, great. I always, yeah. yeah, that's a great way to get it done in the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You're, the, emo- you're get emotional, you care about stuff. Right. <laughs> Somebody I mean, your feelings. You're not. You're not afraid to express those feelings. That's tomorrow's tip of the day. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And it's, it's, uh, we haven't done tip of the day in five years, my man. <laughs> Go to onward. You're gonna. You're gonna be okay in the end of the night. Uh, it's really relatable too. I mean, regardless of a cartoon or the kid stuff. I mean, uh, there's a lot in there that ties in that you can relate to as a human adult. You know. Yeah, for so. sure. Uh, so overall, I think we do recommend checking it out in theaters. Onward is uh, another in a great line of Pixar franchise movies as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it is interesting, however, uh, well, I guess we'll kind of get into that in the spoilers. But either way, go check out uh, this movie if you haven't yet. Bring your kids, take your kids, be prepared. You could get emotional during the course of it. Yeah, yeah, show your kids that you care. That's right. And, right. Uh, and uh, don't bring them to the movie if they're coughing. That's all I have to say. Oh, oh man, Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Go check out this movie. It's really, really good. Let's get into the spoiler section of Onward. Spoiler ahead. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going ballistic, man. Go get him. Big J, what do you want to talk about spoiler-wise in this Uh, film? uh, Let's see. Let's start with Manticore. 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 Uh, Boy, that was a turn of events uh, going from uh, the, the, the... well, I don't even know what you call that. 
I get it was like a Chuck E. Cheese, probably. Yeah, the, a Chuck E. Cheese, thing, yeah. a Chuck E. Cheese, and on their on their way for the quest, and uh, she's the uh, affable little, uh, you know, I think uh, small business owner, really, the small <laughs> business owner that that is the comic relief for the movie for sure. And uh, I thought that that's when things really picked up in the movie, and you start to get uh, that that adventure kind of swelling up. And um, I, I I I just you know the quest part of it to me is what I love those kind of stories, and uh, you know the the relationship between the two brothers and one not believing in himself and the other over believing in everything uh it's just it's it's just a beautiful thing how it comes together at the end and uh you know i don't know i don't know if there's any other spoiler stuff i could talk about really okay. well i mean uh, i'll tell you this for for half the movie i thought the dragon's name was boise uh it is not <laughs> what? it's it's blazy but i thought they blazy. were saying boise oh, the yeah. whole time i was the, like oh the my boise god the dragon's name is boise that's weird, but no, it was blazy. That makes a little bit more sense. Um, but also, uh, I, <laughs> I did want to talk about before the movie began, uh, Pixar generally, before their features, when they're playing in theaters, they run an original short before them. Uh, usually it includes other characters or new characters. Sometimes it's a Toy Story thing, but for the first time since Disney has taken over, they put a Simpsons thing uh, in front of the, uh, the, the, uh, the movie. And I wanted to get kind of everybody's opinion on that because I thought it was f- pretty interesting. Um, yeah, why was it interesting? Well, it was in- well, I, that's interesting. What was the to purpose? Say. Well, there is no purpose. It's just to it's give just you a little a piece of bonus entertainment huh. before the before the movie. But it was Maggie, right? It was a Maggie centric thing, but also absolutely no words were used in that. Oh yeah, just they, mm-hmm. well, they told the whole story, included all the Simpsons characters, save Bart and Lisa, and they never even Nelson was in it, and they never uttered a word. And so if you're the if you're the the vocal cast of the Simpsons you're probably going holy crap. <laughs> they can do this kind of stuff without us. They well, don't I don't know if they could do a whole I mean, you no, know, but it was a sp- specific story for why there wasn't any talking. Well, I mean, but but what I'm saying is you can still entertain people, make people happy and you don't have to have it cuz you didn't even know there weren't any words until we talked about it. Just, I mean, you knew obviously, but oh, it didn't yeah, stick with yeah. you that there Yeah, was. no, you're you're <laughs> you're right, but you know, I think uh, that's partly cuz of the central character was Maggie who doesn't talk. Well, true. I almost thought she was going to say something. Right. Right, but no, I mean, well, you know, they they just they they just told the story without without having to use any of the vocal talents, which is pretty interesting. I bet you, bottom dollar, they probably didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> and uh, it just they shows do now. Up. Yeah, now they do. It just shows up in the beginning. Hank Azaria, of, uh, big fan of the Morning After the Movies podcast. That's right. Believe it. Um, on top of that, I guess uh, spoiler wise, uh, you know, the the cast in this movie really really good. Julie Louis Dreyfus plays the mom. Um, the uh, the stepdad is Mel Rodriguez. He was on uh, Last Man on Earth for a while, and he was also in Better Call Saul. Uh, he does a really good job. Colt Bronco. That's right. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, Olivia Spencer uh, or Octavia Spencer is the uh, the I can't remember the name. The lion, scorpion thing. What was it again? The Manticore. Manticore. Yeah, uh, that's who she was. And then uh, John Ratzenberger, of course, has uh, been in every single Pixar movie. That streak continues. Uh, there's only 13 cast members, but he is featured in the movie as well. One of the things I wanted to talk about was the the thing about all the Pixar movies that they have famously said is they all take place in the same universe. Like in, you, you, I'm sure there's Easter eggs in this one too. I mean, I, I was paying too much attention to the story to look, but there's always an Easter egg to another movie or several other movies in the Pixar world in the movie somewhere. So that makes it seem like they're all in the same universe. But this one was clearly a different world altogether. You know what I mean? Well, so I wonder how they tie that into the Pixar universe. Well, it's probably something yeah, we completely missed. Yeah, it may be the Cars universe for all we know. Yeah. That's, that's the other one that's really kind of on the outside looking. Well, you did have the beautiful Ford, uh, the Bronco. That's true. Cool Bronco's Bronco, I <laughs> thought was true. pretty sharp looking. And Guinevere the Vans uh, yeah. as well. 
I did. I was. I w- it was interesting as you get towards the at the end of the quest, and you know they go through all that uh, that river and everything, and I'm just like the distance seemed a lot shorter for for them to get back to the high school. <laughs> Yeah. When they pop up. Uh, that's So that's one thing I'm like, well, that seemed like a weird. They really <laughs> I guess we don't know how long they were that. floating on that giant Cheeto. The giant the Cheeto, yeah. Because uh, they did use the, the speed up um, spell several times. Um, also, you know, I really liked, I feel like it, maybe it had been done somewhere before, but the way it was done here, I really enjoyed the way they put together that, uh, like, the kind of dragging elements from wherever it was surrounded to build the gigantic dragon they had to beat at the end. Yeah, I yeah really, I, it, that I'm, was cool. It was supposed, and it ended up getting a joke in there with the face of the dragon, which I thought was very funny. But it was kind of cool the way they put that all together and the way they created that dragon out of the stuff that was around. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a very interesting way of putting together a, a nice big old villain. Yeah, because where the what would have where would the dragon come from if the school? Was I kind of thought it was going to bust through the wall where the dragon was on the actual yeah. uh, school, but nope. It just it just kind of broke everything down and built it up from uh, from the ground up, which I thought was really really cool. Um, and uh, and other than that, I, I thought for sure for a second there uh, they were going to make. Uh, um, now all of a sudden I can't remember uh, Chris Pratt's name either in the movie. Barley. Barley. Uh, they were going to make him the bad guy or, or somewhat of the, the bad oh, guy. Oh, that would have been awful. And so I'm glad that, that that didn't go down the road. I also that. thought there at the end that, okay, you know, they're gonna it's going to make it so that, that the dad gets to be around a, a full 24 hours. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, they didn't do that, man. So that, that ending was really gut-wrenching, though. To not be able to have, you know, Ian get to meet his dad. I mean, that was oof. Right. But, I mean, I, listen. From the second he breaks out that list when they're sitting on the rock together, all the way until the end, it's just a a fountain of tears. Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, all, yeah. That's all that movie is for like the last twenty minutes of it, just because of the connections that are made and the realizations that are uncovered and and all the stuff that's involved in the movie. So, uh, pretty pretty well done. Do you have any spoilers you want to get into, Randy? Uh, not really a spoiler, but I gotta say, as you know, radio guys, the voice stuff always fascinates me in movies like this because. They're in a sound booth with a script, and the way they're conveying some of those emotions and, and just the way that they're, I guess, portraying that character without seeing how it's going to look on screen, right? I feel like you almost have to have a, a visual of some sort while you're doing it to get in that character. Well, I think that's why, you know, uh, the, the voice actors are, are actually, you know, actors. because yeah. Well, they take the, what they end up doing is now they're filming these voice sessions, and they're just mimicking the facial expression the actors are making to the cartoon characters because they're doing the voice before the cartoon's even done. Like they see like mock drawings of what their character looks like. And then they, I think what happens is Pixar just bases the cartoon on the reactions of the voice actors in the studio and they build the kind of cartoon around that kind of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense because the voice is so connected to the the body language even. I'm just like, how is that? That's really good. It's not exactly like, you know, how like motion capture suits or anything like that. It's just like they almost use it as like a a, a tracing paper guide, I think kind of a thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. And I don't know, uh, maybe it was a few years ago and I really started to uh, recognize you know how how difficult it's got to be for actors to be in that green screen world and really have to use their imagination and be an actor and we don't sometimes look at CGI that way but it's, they sure deserve all, all the props they get for the stuff that, that they do well Big J you've been in a movie both of you've been in movies yeah no what's it like I mean it's great <laughs> <laughs> Randy got jaw jacked filming a movie, oh, so man. that was That's the only uh, experience that I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a very real special effect. We'll just say that <laughs> gone wrong. It wasn't supposed to be that. It was also your last scene you've ever filmed, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind, of. kind of traumatizing. Yeah. I uh, debut and retired at the same time. Good job. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, no, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. But uh, overall, I'd say a uh, pretty damn good movie. Uh, you know, I think, did you guys find it predictable? Like, did you kind of see where this no, is going? No, at the end, I wasn't sure. Like I said, I, I mean, um, I thought for sure that they would get to spend some time with their dad. I didn't think that they would get gypped. I think that was kind of the twist. Because, yeah, I mean, it was, I think it was predictable the adventure-wise. You know they were going to get there at some point. They had trials and tribulations and whatnot. But I think that was the, I, I guess. But, I, I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it, they couldn't have made it any clearer. You're, they said 24 hours with your dad. They got 24 hours with their dad. Only. Okay, well, it's a, you can do anything. You can write anything into an end of a moody, I'm movie. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It was, now, it, it the was difference is that would have ruined it. <laughs> Clearly, now we see that this was the right direction to yes. go. Yes, I mean, it, the emotional journey means a whole lot more in this particular case than it would the other way. But, uh, you know, so great job by Pixar Studios. Go check out the movie, and uh, we highly recommend you check out this movie here at the brand-new Cinemark Majestic Theaters in Meridian off of Overland. It's completely new, completely renovated, all brand-new. Check out the great seats, be a part of the Rewards Club, and make this your, uh, your home base for your movie-going experiences. You're not going to be sorry at all.